Hello, my name's Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. In this second series, we're talking about getting paid. And today's episode, I'm going to talk quite briefly about the construction industry scheme, so CIS. Now, this may not apply to many of you. It is sort of a niche scheme that is purely sort of designed for that construction industry. So it may be that you want to just wait until sort of next week when I'm going to be talking about IR35. But I thought CIS was worth kind of touching upon. Now, as always, before I start sort of answering any questions, I need to do my sort of couple of quick disclosures. The first is I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is that because I'm sat in my office talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise my advice a bit. And in order to keep the podcast episodes as short as I can, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things as well. So just keep those in mind if you're planning on taking any action based upon what you hear in these episodes. So that's the disclosures out of the way. Let's start getting on with answering the questions. Let's just start with what is the construction industry scheme. So what is CIS? Hopefully a large part of that is self-explanatory. You know if you're a graphic designer that you're not part of the construction industry. But if you do feel that you're part of this industry, so let's just say, for example, you are a bricklayer. Now, there are different ways that you may be earning a limit, um, a living. It could be that you work sort of independently. Members of the public will contact you and they will say, I need to have, you know, this wall built, this brickwork repaired, that kind of stuff. And they contact you, you go to their house, you do their work, you give them an invoice, they pay you. So whilst you can kind of argue you're under the construction industry, you will not fall under this scheme. And that is because you are contracted by that end consumer. However, there may be others of you who work for a larger business company, um, a larger building company, should I say, or a project management sort of company. And what will happen is, you know, the end consumer, so the homeowner, will actually contact this larger building company, contractor, project management, that kind of thing, say that maybe they want an extension done. And it will be as part of that building company that they may contact you to do the brickwork. Obviously, they might have plumbers, they might have stonemasons, they might have sort of other things. And so even though arguably you're doing maybe the same job, you are being paid by the contractor, you're not being paid by the homeowner. And in that instance, you will fall under the construction industry scheme, so CIS, because you are now a third party and you are not dealing with that end consumer. Now, if this is the case, you know, and you're new to this, you will still need to register as self-employed. I mean, maybe you might even decide to trade through a limited company. Um, more often than not, if it's just you, you'll probably go down the self-employed route. So you will still need to register as self-employed exactly the same as everyone else. But you will need to do an extra step. And that is once you've registered as self-employed and you've got your UTR number, you will then need to contact HMRC again and tell them that you're going to be a subcontractor. Now, this is very important to do because when your contractor goes to pay you, 
they will need to contact HMRC and say, I am going to be working with this person. Are they a verified subcontractor? If you've already registered as a subcontractor, HMRC will confirm that yes, you are. You are part of this scheme. So your contractor will deduct 20% tax from your income at source. If they phone up and you haven't registered as a subcontractor, HMRC will say no. We have no record of this person. They are not verified. Your contractor will still pay you, but they will deduct 30% tax at source. And so that leads into what the CIS scheme is. So it's being put, put in place primarily because HMRC don't really trust your industry. Um, it's got a bad reputation as, you know, taking cash payments, trying to avoid tax, maybe not paying your tax on time. Obviously not accurate for um, a large percentage of you, but it's kind of known enough for them to put this extra scheme in place. And so what will happen is your contractor will deduct that 20% or that 30% even of tax from your pay packet, almost as though you're an employee and will pay it over to HMRC. So if you get paid a thousand pounds, when it goes into your bank account, you will only get paid, say, 800 because your contractor has paid 200 directly over to HMRC. So this will go on for however long you've got that contract, whether that's all year, if you work just with, you know, one person, whether you sort of dip in and out, because it could be that you work directly with homeowners at some point and then sometimes with contractors, depending on the nature of your work and the projects. Then you will, at the end of the tax year, you will do your self-assessment. So exactly the same as a regular sole trader would do. But you will need to go through all of your certificates that you've been given during the year, add up all the tax that have been, that has been deducted from you during the year, and you will enter that onto your self-assessment. So whereas with, you know, a graphic designer, they would say, you know, let's just say I've made 30,000 turnover. I've spent 10,000 on expenses. I'm going to get taxed on 20,000. HMRC would calculate that tax and you would pay it over to HMRC. In a subcontractor's case, it would be the same. I've earned 30,000. Maybe I spent 10,000 on tools, travel, all of those kind of things. I've made 20,000. HMRC would go, okay, well, this is your tax bill. However, you've already paid us X amount through the CIS scheme. So it's either a case of you now owe us a small balancing figure or you've overpaid tax because as you've probably noticed, if you're getting paid uh, tax deducted at 20% or 30% immediately, you're not getting a personal allowance during the year. So quite often with subcontractors, you are then due a tax refund. So HMRC, once you filed your tax return, will then give you that money back. So I do recommend if you feel that maybe you've overpaid to get that tax return in as soon as you can. So you get that um, overpayment back. But it does mean obviously that you don't need to physically set money aside for tax in the same way as other sort of self-employed people do because your contractor is effectively setting that tax aside for you. 
Now, if you trade through a limited company, things are a little bit different because as with always, the contractor is no longer dealing with you directly, it's dealing with your limited company. So they would do the same thing. You would need to register your limited company as a subcontractor. You would get the sort of separate UTR. When the contractor verifies you, it'd be like a yes or a no. So they would know what to deduct. But that deduction would have to go through a payroll scheme. And then if your limited company has different employee, you know, other employees and they're on your books. So let's just say it's not you. You've got a team of bricklayers. They work with you all the time. So you just put them on as a salary because you don't want to deal with CIS on that point. The CIS that you get deducted will get offset against any PYE that you owe to HMRC each month. So again, it would just reduce your monthly tax bill. If you are a one-man band or you you don't have anyone to offset that PYE, you would get to the year end and then the limited company would need to request either a refund or for it to be offset against, say, your corporation tax. It would not go through your self-employment and get your tax refund in that same way. So obviously there are more things to go through CIS, but that's just a very quick overview because it won't apply to that many of you, but just kind of keep that in mind. If you are um, in the construction industry, you're kind of a middle third party. You need to get yourself verified as a subcontractor first with HMRC so that you're only having that 20% tax deducted. And then you'll either get a tax refund at the year end if you're just self-employed or if you're a limited company, it will go through payroll, either reduce your PYE or you'll get a refund or you, you know your limited company will get a refund at the year end. So um, I hope that all makes sense. Next week, I'm going to be talking about IR35. Now I've gone through that as in what it is and whether you might fall under it in a previous episode. So I'm just going to be talking about how that impacts how you get paid. 